Sonny Gray up against Freddie Freeman right now. one nothing lead for the AL. Sonny Gray just dealing out there right just now. Just dealing. Like everybody else most likely will be in their one inning of action. I got a good Sonny Gray story, actually. Do you? I'd love to hear it. I feel like I've told it on these airwaves, but that's okay. It's all-star. It's a new audience, you know. It's always a new it's audience. the all-star audience. Yeah. I have a buddy that played for the A's. Well, he was drafted by the A's, mm-hmm. and he was a pretty high draft pick, actually, mm-hmm. out of college. He shows up. A lot of people are excited to see him, and he uh, he was really excited to meet Sonny Gray at the time. And he said, hi, um, says his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonny Gray says. Protecting him for, uh, you know. Well, he got, he actually, uh, he's he's out of the league now. Okay. Yeah. It was back when they uh, drug tested for marijuana. Ah, uh, yeah. They Those do were unfortunate times. Yeah. 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 But, uh, and so Sonny Gray just looks at him and he goes, I don't give an F who you are. And wouldn't shake his hand and walked away. Sounds like a nice guy. But I, I just, I've been a huge Sonny Gray fan since that day. <laughs> really? This kid just goes up to him, just got drafted, right? They're going to be probably spending a couple weeks at least in the spring together. Right. And he says, hi, I'm this kid. And he just looks at him and he says, I don't give an F who you are and doesn't mm. shake his hand. That's the kind of guy mm. I want taking the ball game seven of the World Series <laughs> with an attitude like that. All right, here it is. Mookie Betts. We got a runner on. All 0-1 right. count. Two away. Sonny Gray. Pitch 17 to Mookie Betts. 12-1. to All-star game MVP. We got two bets. Him and Nolan Arenado. Come on, Mookie. You were embarrassed last night in the Derby. <laughs> Grounded out or flew, was he? What he fly? He grounded out in the first <laughs> inning, right? You got an yeah. He grounded out. He's over yeah. one. You got an embarrassing uh, start to the season for the oh, Dodgers, geez. even though they're tied for first place. This like they time. always are. This is time. Mookie Betts MVP. We're gonna see it right here. This is where he makes it happen. His last chance. He's not gonna get a third at bat. Redeem yourself, Mookie. This is it. This that is, is it for um, Mookie Betts. The chains get a little bit swaggier every single year. You're right. It is very true. Also, how do you feel about the umpire cam? I love it. I wish it was mic'd up so we could hear all during the regular season yeah. players turning around and arguing with the umpires. That is absolute gold. How oh, long yeah. before Major League? Oh, he struck out. Loser. 0 for 2. You know what? My prediction, Mookie Betts, slump. Second half of the season. 0 for 2. He's going to be in a slump. He's just looking out for me because he knows that Nolan Arenado was uh, 25 to 1 and he was only 12 to 1. <laughs> he wants me to get rich tonight. I think that's that's definitely what he was thinking, actually. Well, one nothing AL, so the under looks decent right mm-hmm. now. Knock on wood. But uh, we need, some, we need some, some NL love. Some magic. How about some National AL League? love? We got win totals out for the American League. Yeah, I'm excited. You want to you want to close your eyes and take a guess and pretend it's not in front of you and who has the highest win total for the season now? In the American League? Mm-hmm. I don't have it in front of me. I okay. do have the strength of schedule on Tankathon, though. Okay. Great site, by the way. I love it. It's the best. The Rays still, right? Yes. 95 and a half. Minus 120 to the over and uh, even money to the under. Now, I wouldn't be able to guess who has the second in the American okay. League. I don't think I would because... Then it may surprise you. The Rangers still? No. The Astros? No. Hold on. Now I might be because there's it's nobody in the AL Central. Oh, 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 the Orioles. Yeah. Baltimore. 90 and a half, minus 110 both ways. Wow. And in, again, a couple of weeks ago, man, they were still 14 to 1. The market was giving them absolutely no respect. Mm-hmm. And Tampa's bullpen is just not what it's. I mean, Tampa's bullpen is terrible. It's one of the worst bullpens in Major League yep. Baseball. And that's that's going to be the problem for them in the second half of the season. That's like that's what concerns me with the Reds. Yeah, pitching is the same thing with Tampa. Well, bullpen specifically for Tampa. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like if they're going to trade any of their top dudes in their farm system because I think they need a couple arms. Because for Tampa, I mean, you got to go all in this year. I mean, you got off to this ridiculous start. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, the pandemic season, you went to the World Series. You pulled Blake mm-hmm. Snell way too early in that game, unfortunately. Yes, they did. Yep. But I feel like they should just go all in. And all they really need is a couple bullpen arms. I wouldn't hate them adding another bat, maybe. Um, but if I they want to I'm worried about that, man. It is. 
I'm not worried enough to like sit here and 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 panic if I'm a if I've got any futures on Tampa or if I'm in a situation where just I'm a Tampa fan, whatever the case. I don't know how many Rays fans there actually are, unfortunately. But yeah, it's it's concerning. But there's gonna they will be a team that will add. I would I would guess two arms in their bullpen. I think they'll they'll add two arms in their bullpen by by the deadline because they're in such a great position right now, and this team has so many strengths. If that's your one weakness, I mean, I can I hate to go back to the Nationals like you go back to the Cubs, but those are our teams. Yeah. We just remember those examples. The Nationals would do this almost every year. They wouldn't. They would retool their bullpen, and it was an issue every single year. And they finally got it right and won the World Series. Dude, they have a the thing about Tampa though, and Baltimore too. I mean, a lot of this has to do with just them being in the East. It's obviously a tough division because you have Toronto, mm-hmm. you have the Yanks, but I mean, you look at the strength of schedule, and Tampa Bay has the sixth toughest schedule remaining the second half of the season. Baltimore is there at seventh, and they have some tough games. They have eight games still with the O's. Tampa does four with the Marlins, who have been a pleasant surprise. Three with the Rangers, who maybe fade away. I don't know, man. I mean, you look at their run differential. You look at that lineup. I'm a little bit worried about the rotation. The DeGrom injury sucks. Three with the Astros, six with the Blue Jays, three with the Giants. That's tough for Tampa, man. I mean, Baltimore's right there. They have a tough schedule, too, but I think it's going to come down to the wire. And uh, I thought that Baltimore was going to be like a fun team, a wild card team, but I didn't see them with a shot to win that division. But then again, I didn't see the Yankees' entire uh, roster being injured at this point either, right. or that- Tampa's bullpen being this bad. Toronto might be the team to look at, honestly, man. Like eight, you- eight and a half, minus 120, the over, even money under. Yeah, I mean, they got three games still to go against the A's. They got three against the Royals, three against the Rockies, three against the Nats, three against the Cubs, and three against the Padres, who it's funny. You look at the Padres, and that's actually uh, on the easy category, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, like, that, I I hate to go back to it. It makes no sense how bad they are, six games below 500, when everybody in that lineup, like, could be an all-star eventually. Well, the worst part is they blow leads. Like, they'll take these 4-0, 5-0 leads early in a game, and then that's it. Oh, yeah. I feel like even the market, though, is telling you that Toronto's the team to look at because you look at the updated win total, and Tampa's at 58 wins right now. They are 3-7 and seven in their last 10, but it's still sitting there at 95.5. Toronto, though, with 50 wins, 6-4 and four in their last 10, the 88.5 is now minus 120. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I keep waiting for it to be Toronto's year. It's like the same situation with Seattle. You they know what I mean? At, they sit at 50 wins right now. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10, and they've got... 71 games left in the season. Yeah. So to get to 88, you got to win. I, I, th- I definitely think it's doable. I think it's doable. I wouldn't but bet it's, a, it, it's a tougher schedule, right? It's a tougher schedule. Like I would, I would almost be more comfortable taking the over 88 and a half for Toronto than I would taking the over 95 and a half for Tampa. Yeah, I, I'm there too. See, all these te- all these teams at the top, man. I really don't want a whole lot to do with mm-hmm. the only team. That I would look at maybe. We were talking earlier about the AL Central. I'm not there with Cleveland, but Minnesota is still sitting there with 45 wins, five and five in their last ten. Their updated win total is 83 and a half. It is minus 115 to the over. But when we're talking strength of schedule. They have the yeah. easiest schedule easiest. remaining, right there with the White Sox. Right, they get five games. I'm sorry, six games oh still against gosh. the A's. Seven against the White Sox too. Yeah, seven against the Sox. Three against the Cards, who might be sellers at the deadline. Yeah. Six against the Tigers, who are atrocious, and then three against the Rockies. So the Twins, that might be a team to look at, man. 71 games remaining. You're sitting there with uh, 50 wins right now. I'm sorry, 45 wins right now with an updated win total of 81 and a half, with the easiest schedule remaining in baseball. So that would be probably the bet that I would do. 
uh, or go with if I was playing any updated win totals right now. Minnesota. And I might take a shot with them to win the Central. I'd want a better price, though, in that mm-hmm. division because it stinks. You know what you could do? Take the under 80 and a half for the Angels. I might have to right yeah. now, honestly. That's... Trout's not coming back anytime soon. Otani could get traded. I just don't think they do it, man. It's minus it's minus one fifteen to the under, though. I just don't know that they'll do it. And you look at their remaining schedule, and man, fifth toughest schedule, seventy one games left. They see three more against the Braves, six more against the A's, three more against the Orioles, six more against Texas and Houston, and then three more against Toronto. And look at their interleague schedule too. Like I mean, like they got three games, like you said, against the Braves. Um, man, yeah. Ah, I would go under on their under eighty and a half now. That's, I mean... I mean, I'm not going to do it personally because yeah. I'm rooting for them still to get to 86, 87. Right. I don't think it's going to happen. Minus I, 115 in the under, so there's a little more... It, 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 it's telling you exactly what we think is going to happen. If they were a smart organization, they would trade Otani at the deadline. But they're not. They're 1-9 in their last 10. And you could get... Like, you could, man, think of the prospects that you could get back. And then you could trade Trout next season. You know, with the deadline. Same thing if you get off to a slow start. Unfortunately, you're not trading Anthony Rendon because Nobody he hasn't played that. more than 50 games in the last three seasons. But, um, I mean, you could kind of rebuild that thing, and it's baseball. That's what I would do. But I think what they do is they go into the offseason. Otani says, I'm going to test free agency. They do everything in their power to bring him back. Maybe right. they DeAndre Jordan and they send Trout and Rendon and... I don't even. I, I don't Rendon know. might get hurt though walking up to his house. Detmers, so I'm trying issue. to think of who else they could even send. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they Joe they, Madden comes back they, just to help anyway. He's like, come on, I'll be out. In his head. Let's let's go. They lock him in, and they're like, "You're not going anywhere." And he still looks at him, and he says, "You're right. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here in Los Angeles, but I'm going to be Dodgers. a Dodger. Yeah, because he's going to be a Dodger. He's going to be a Yankee." But I don't think he wants to leave the West Coast. I don't either. I, so think, I think he's going to be just the Dodgers. Dodgers. I think he's going to maybe San Francisco. Yeah. See, that's the sleeper team. That might San be the Francisco. Wild card. We said that with Aaron Judge, and then they were the favorite to land Aaron Judge, and yep. then they didn't land Aaron Judge, though. Um, I would love to play for the Giants, man, and play in that ballpark every single day if I was Otani. But it would be really tempting to be a Dodger. I know they choke every single year, but. Um, I mean, it's still, who knows? He adds a whole new dimension to the Dodgers oh, they wouldn't have, though. It, it, oh, so it, that, that could change the whole trajectory of it. And I, I mean, look. It's what we're all predicting. Like, I've Otani seen, to the Dodgers. I've seen now they're talking about the potential of $600 million for him. Like the number could get that high. Oh, yeah. So at, at, at this point, what team can pay that? The Dodgers. The, the Dodgers, Yankees. the Yankees. The Cubs I, could. They won't. But the Cubs could. I, mean, I guess maybe the, the Giants. Field. The Giants probably could. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean that's that's more than the entire Brewers payroll pretty much so it's like you can't look at any of those other teams like the smaller market teams like Cincinnati wouldn't be able to do that it's Baltimore just, probably wouldn't be able to do that to be honest with you um not many it, yeah it'll end up probably being the Dodgers but I don't think they do it I, I still think that they'll probably stand pat I know. I know. sell tickets the remainder of the season and then and that's what try to own- convince them to stay that's what bad ownership does and like I get it but at the same time I don't think I could do it because I'd have to get something in return I couldn't. I couldn't wait a couple months, watch my team miss the postseason again, never do anything with Otani and Trout, and uh, then lose them for absolutely nothing. Because you just can't is... do that in baseball. You can't afford to do that, dude, because then you got to rebuild from scratch with absolutely nothing. You know, I mean, you have Trout, but... yeah. But Trout's hurt half the year. Yeah. And you like, there's a reason why there's a separation between good organizations and bad. And it's not just baseball, it's all sports. Yeah. But the Angels are a great example of a team every single year, right? We talk about this. You've bet them how many times to win the division thinking one year it's going to stick. It never sticks. <laughs> no. Because they're a bad organization, even with the talent they have on the roster. Because you can have Mike Trout. But baseball is not 
basketball. It's not like one star can take you to that next level, right? Like, look at how Le- look at what the Cavs looked like both times LeBron James left. Look at the Heat. The Heat only won 37 games when LeBron James left Miami. One player can make a huge difference on a roster. In baseball, Mike Trout can be the greatest player of all time, and it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Because he can't do it by himself. If you're not surrounding him with other talent, and the Angels have an opportunity to do that, and they're not going to do it. Even though, you know what? I don't blame them for not trading Mike Trout. He's locked up long-term. I get it. But you have to trade Shohei Otani. You have to. This is the only thing you have to get yourself in a position where you can... Look, you've still got Mike Trout. That's still your star that'll bring some people out, at least, to the games. You oh, got, yeah. Like, you can't continue to operate this way, but they, you're right. They probably will. I'd go watch Mike Trout every day if I could. He's like, he's one of the greatest players in baseball right. history. That's why I always laugh, you know, and we've already talked about this on the show, but like during the World Baseball Classic when everybody's on Twitter slandering Mike Trout, this is, a little, this is the biggest game he'll ever play in, the only time he'll ever play in the kind of right, season. Though. I know, but like, what do you want him to do about it? I not, mean, not re sign with the Angels and hit free agency yeah. like Shohei Otani's going to do because he wants to win. Loyalty, man. Him, Dave. Loyalty is not, does not exist in pro sports. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's funny, though, because we'll never think of it like in 20, 30 years, we'll never think, oh, man, Mike Trout never uh, won a World Series, never played in the postseason. I think everybody will just kind of forget about it. You'll just look at his numbers, his career numbers, and be like, this guy was awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know? baseball's a little That's different. Baseball's different. In the NBA, we look at career numbers, right. and we're like, but how many rings? Right. How many Super Bowls? Which is obnoxious. It's, it's too much. We use that. We Listen, we should absolutely hold players to a high standard, like superstars of, of winning championships, but it can't be the number one, number two, and number three arguments for every single player and, and what their career was and what their legacy was. It's lazy. Yeah, I completely agree, man. Especially, like, well, in baseball, I don't think we even do that, though. I'm never like, this guy had this many rings. Well, I mean, even before the steroids, we're talking about Barry Bonds, right? One of the, and sorry, one of the greatest players of all time. I the don't greatest. care about the steroids. Next to Otani. And then that's fine. And if you want to say that, and that's a whole conversation for another day. Here's the thing. Nobody ever says didn't win a World Series. No. You don't talk cares. about that. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. No. I always bring up that Barry Bonds before the steroids, before he was hitting 70 jacks, was still the best player in baseball. He was yep. a 30-30 guy. He was. He was awesome. Um, he also had a lot of power already. So Yeah. And I and was cool know, with the steroid era, to be honest with you, because it was a lot of fun. And you know what else? Everybody was doing it, so it was an even playing field. Yeah. Even Brady Anderson for one year. Oh, dude, I'll never forget that because he batted leadoff and he hit 50 jacks. Yep. Every year he hit, like, 14, and then all of a sudden he hits 50, and then the year after that he goes back to, like, hitting 16. It's like, let me just... That was uh, awesome. And great sideburns. <laughs> great. I mean, talk about just... Great reference. Just to go one year. Like, let me just do it for one season, and then that's it. 50 jacks leading off. Unbelievable. He wasn't even hiding it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hit yeah. 30, maybe. 50. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> all right, we're going to look at some NFL quarterback props coming up. It's Bet MGM Tonight.